All right, hey everyone, we have Brad Feld here today. He's with the Foundry Group and he blogs at feld.com. And he's in the VC space and you know, you help out a lot of young entrepreneurs I see. So I just wanted to ask you, um, you know, what I think would be valuable for a lot of people is what not to pitch or what not to do to uh, you know, VCs, angel investors, or people with ideas that wanna get their ideas in front of the right people and what they shouldn't do. So a couple of uh, immediate thoughts, one is make sure you know um, who you're talking to and what they're interested in. Um, so I'll use me as an example. Uh, I only invest in software and internet related companies and I only invest in companies in the US and it probably takes somebody about two minutes to figure that out just by trolling around on my website and looking at the kinds of stuff we invest in. I can't tell you the number of people that pitch me clean tech bio stuff from uh, all parts of the world outside of the U.S. and Canada. And, you know, kind of thing one is just know your audience. Recognize that there is no such thing as a generic VC or a generic angel. You're, you're pitching somebody who you want to have as a long-term business partner. Make sure they fit with what it is that your business is. So that, that would be sort of a big overriding one. Um, second is recognize that a pitch, even if you're kind of giving your 15-second or 30-second elevator pitch, the person wants to have some connection to you. So, you know, I, I had this happen to me yesterday where somebody literally came up to me, shook my hand. Hi, my name is Joe. I, you know, I said, hey, Joe, I'm Brad. And then he immediately started talking, giving me his, you know, it turned into two minutes before I could interrupt him and say, slow down, Joe. Uh, you know, what do you, who, what, who are you and what do you do? Like, what's your background? So give, give the person a little chance for some context at the very beginning of it so you at least make a connection. Um, and most people will say pretty quickly, so what are you working on? What are you doing, et cetera? Also, don't let it go too far the other way. I'm standing with somebody and I'm waiting for them to say to me, okay, here's what I'm working on. Hey, what are you working on? Oh, you know, it's a startup. Well, what kind of startup? Oh, you know, it's a really interesting startup. You know, well, you know what, what, what are you working on? Well, I'm working on some startup stuff. <laughs> I have those too. It's like, come on, like, tell me get it out. Um, another so, one, another, as I say, the last one that sort of happens all the time is, is the sort of evasive pitch, which is the person, uh, you know, the email version of it is the person gives you like a little teaser. Hey, you know, wondering, I'm working on an internet related startup, wondering if you'd be interested in taking a look. Sure. Tell me more. And the next email that comes back is, would you be willing to sign an NDA? Uh, or something comes back and it's so unbelievably vague as to be indeterminate. I'm working on a software startup, you know, that's internet related to do a website to, that's going to transform a $27 billion industry and conquer the world. And it's like, you know, well, okay, next email, what, which $27 billion industry, what world and how are you going to do it? And the email that comes back again is suitably vague. It's like, just get to it. Like quickly get to it. What would be your advice to someone that's trying to like hoard their ideas or doesn't want to tell people or, you know, it, is that important? Should you, you know, be cautious with your ideas or how do you perceive that? I think it's silly to hoard your ideas and it's, it's silly to be worried about getting your idea out there. You know, at Techstars, which is a program I'm very involved in, we encourage people just to talk to everybody about what they're working on very openly. Um, the ideas aren't the thing that creates the defensible opportunity, the long-term business, the great success. It's the execution of the idea. And, and most ideas in their formidable stages are crummy. I mean, you know, there might be a, a spark of insight in the idea or the, the sort of very high level of the idea is brilliant. 
but you, you got to make progress against that idea. And there's so many things that cause, you know, you to go down a path of success or failure, you know, executing against that idea that the more people you expose it to uh, early on in the cycle, the better. Yeah, there's always the risk that you're going to run into a bad actor and that bad actor is going to, you know, sort of milk you for information. That's part of knowing who you're talking to. If you, you know, if you, uh, uh, you know, if you, if you create like you stand on the corner with a thing that's your idea, you know, sort of on a T-shirt and you just stand there and random people walk by, you're not getting any value from telling people about your idea. Right. But if you're meeting with venture capitalists, you're meeting with angel investors, you're meeting with other entrepreneurs, you can at least decide before you tell them. Uh, you know, whether or not there's potential competition or potential conflict or something like that. And if there isn't, you should go for it. And even if there is, I think you should go for it because I think that you never know where that leads. And uh, the, the other thing is, I'm not sure that it's that all the ideas are out there and everybody has better availability information to them. You know, I've been doing this since the mid 1980s. And even back then, I mean, there was the same dichotomy there as today, you know, 25 years ago, which is you had some people that held their ideas tight. Like, you know, I'm not going to let anybody know I have this secret great thing. And then you had other people that just kind of talked about what they're working on and thought about it. And especially at the formative stages. And I think the people that were very open attracted much more interesting people, got many more people engaged in what they were working on, built a lot more interest and excitement about what they were building and creating and ultimately in general had more success. Awesome. Yeah. I find it that you can't, if, if you don't tell people, you can't find people to help you. And, yeah. Uh, I, we had a thing in my first company, uh, which I ran from 87 to 93. And we had a, we had a, a couple of lines. One was our motto of our company was we suck less. Um, because we're a software consulting company and, and, you know, even today, most software consulting companies suck. <laughs> our job, our goal was to suck less than all the other guys. Uh, and that resonated nicely with our customers. The other one was, uh, if, if you don't ask, you don't get, and you know, it, it's a, a very useful thing for somebody who, you know, like me as a nerd, uh, and I was the CEO of the company. So I, you know, I generated most of the business, especially at the very beginning of our company. And I learned pretty quickly that if I wasn't willing to ask, uh, nothing ever happened. Welcome to the Ask Summit, my friend. <laughs> there uh, you go. So don't ask about asking get, questions. Don't ask, you don't get. And it, and the inverse is true. If you don't tell, nothing's going to come to you. Cool. Well, thank you, Brad. And everyone, check out Brad Feld and Foundry Group. They're a great company, helping out a lot of young entrepreneurs. And Techstars, I checked out. It's really cool. And then uh, Feld.com is his blog. Thank you, Brad, for taking the time on your day. My pleasure.